Good morning and welcome to Entrepreneur Realities, the podcast of Venture Lab with the Munich Technical University. My name is Antoine Le Boyer and I'm the managing director of the Software AI Tomb Venture Lab. We are joined today by Bau founder Patrick Strunkmeister. And if I pronounce your name well, I've already managed something which is okay. Patrick is um, um, working as the, the CEO of Bau, but he also has taken part as a mentor in what is the uh, most advanced UTUM uh, program or the one for the, the late stage, most advanced startup, which is called Xpreneur, which is how we got connected. And very interestingly, uh, he has advised a number of startup on a concept which, which is very important for startup, which is selling, which is why I wanted to have Patrick on the podcast. Patrick, welcome to Entrepreneur Realities. Hello, Antoine. Yeah, hello, everybody. Great that I can be here. Patrick, um, you've explained to me what um, led you to start uh, Bao. So can we start with this? Can you explain, can you introduce yourself and explain what led you to have started Bao? Yes, sure. Yeah, when I, um, yeah, I'm Patrick, uh, 44 years old. I started my career, came to Munich uh, back in 2001, 2002, when I started my career at, uh, at BMW in international sales after my studies in business information systems and uh, business administration. And um, yeah, I, so I started in, uh, in international sales. I wrote a PhD on key account management and I was kind of in sales ever since in different uh, areas. I left BMW to also do a lot of management consulting, uh, traveled a lot, advised uh, uh, bigger companies and in, in sales related topics. Um, also founded a, a consultancy called Strategy Engineers, still around, still quite around also at the Technical University. And uh, my last job was uh, at a company at the uh, intersection of, of management consulting and consumer research. Yeah, and we had a lot of psychologists working there. We had, we embedded psychological models into our say, uh, consulting approaches, yeah, especially a theory called behavioral economics that uh, is explaining um, that people don't behave uh, ras rationally or like a Mr. Spock, but more systematically, predictably, irrationally, more like a Homer Simpson. Yeah? And we uh, embedded this into our consulting approaches uh, be it pricing, be it communication, but of course, how you approach customers as well. And there was one really fascinating project I, I did with a team for a big German uh, DAX uh, enterprise, where we were asked to, um, to help them to systematically apply psychology or our insights in how they do their negotiations and their conversations with um, suppliers or customers. So we kind of System really looked into that and found out uh, how you can do it, and that was like like the initial spark for me uh, when I saw hey, it's possible to decode uh, conversations to to systemize it, uh, and uh, so moving the art of conversation uh, yeah from art more to a data driven uh, uh, function, and that was the when I like the, when I said hey this was the initial spark that then soon erupted in 2017 after talking to my network and to a lot of potential customers, I said, hey, I need to do it. And that's when I founded Bao. And it's 
yeah, that's that's also ever since the purpose of Bao, we did a lot of finding the right space, product market fit, pivoting, where can we apply our technology? But the purpose ever since is a BOW, it's an acronym for, for BS1. Yeah, and uh, we, our why is like that I started this company because I firmly believe that good conversations based on real understanding between individuals are like the basis for our success. Yeah, so this is ever since uh, the purpose and uh, it, of course, had uh, then a lot to do with execution, pivoting and finding finding our spot. Now, many of the, the startup that uh, myself and my colleague we work with, they are done by great um, engineers with, and the technical content is very, very strong. But um, I have to admit that um, for them, uh, selling is something that seems very you know, complex and, um, and, and just to be clear, 99% of them, they couldn't sell ice water in the desert. So do you have the same feeling when you meet the teams that you mentor at Expreneur? And do you know why there would be some type of, uh, you know, um, lack of, of expertise? What's your sense of why, you know, two engineers like this? Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, first, it needs to start with the, uh, with understanding that it's, uh, that it's a lot around psychology, yeah, and it's, uh, and it's emotional. And this is kind of like the other part of the spectrum, where engineers and what they learn at, at university is very, very rational and data and, and, and functions. Yeah, so it's, uh, it, and sales is not like this, at least if you do like and every startup uh, did like at least the B2B uh, startups where where it's dependent on talking to people yeah, and, and selling the product to people where people interacting is, uh, I think uh, I always thought, hey, this is like the most difficult thing because it's very, very, yeah, it's very, very complex. And, uh, and I do this now since five years, I try to embed technology in there and uh, I get more and more humble. Yeah. So if you say, hey, it is, uh, people are interacting, it, it is challenging. Yeah. But, um, uh, but yeah, if you, if you're humble enough to and, and embrace it, I think everybody can do it. Yeah. But uh, it's not, a, it's not a function. Yeah. Many, many, if not all of the engineers that I meet at, at the startup, they want to demonstrate their product is working as the way mean of selling. What should they do? Yeah, so demonstrating is, is, should never be like the first first step. Yeah, the first step is it's always. I mean, this is again this this um, this BS one mutual understanding. It's between people. You're selling to people. You're not selling to to a, to a, to a system. <laughs> yeah, so you're selling to people, and you need to understand the person you are selling to. Yeah, so you need to you need to connect beyond a wavelength and understand what drives the person. Yeah, see see the world through the eyes of the counterpart you're talking to, and this should always be the first uh, first part. So really understand what are the problems. Yeah, he needs to solve for him, and it doesn't even need to be business related problems. Really understand what drives this, motivates the person you want to uh, convince. So if if 
if one of uh, the, the startup founders is able to get a meeting with someone who could be a decider, they should not rush into the demonstration. They should actually, what, what should be the beginning of a, of a sales discussion based on your experience? The beginning should always, so never go there and start with demoing. But if you know it's, this is somebody I need to convince, really try to find out what drives this person. Ideally talk to this person before, say, hey, I want to have, I, I want to make a really good uh, demonstration. But to do it, yeah, I need to understand how our product can solve your problems. So can I have 30 minutes uh, before that to just understand uh, um, what your challenges, what you are, you are facing currently and how we potentially can help you with our solution and really dig into this and see, hey, what really drives uh, drives this person and also see, I mean, they, they won't come maybe with motifs like, hey, I need a, I need a, I need a salary increase or need to, need to get a new new job. I need to convince my boss so I can uh, get promoted. Uh, but try to find this out, yeah, what drives this uh, person, also personal motifs. And of course, so how can he, I mean, the most easiest, if you sell to organization, of course, how can uh, this, um, your solution impact the, the bottom line? Yeah. Try to quantify, do a business case, yeah, because this is always very, this is easy and always good stuff to do. But even go, as I said, a step further to 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 understand what drives the person and every person, and it's every person's different. Yeah. Can can engineer, um, you know, um, learn how to sell as they are learning about machine learning and coding? In other words, is this something where they can make experiences, do a number of uh, you know interaction, and then become better? Are there people which are natural born salesmen, or can anyone learn how to sell in this context? I think anyone can learn how to sell. Everybody can sell. All our fellow founders, and uh, since they're founders, I mean, they have some genes to to sell. They want to make the world somehow hey they have a great idea they want to make the world somehow better but or, or or somebody more successful themselves and others by doing by making others more successful so i think founders per se have um, some genes to 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 be able to sell um of course i mean uh, there are different different traits personality traits that make it easier yeah to um uh to sell um to to building this connection to come on the wavelength yeah to open up to uh to to your conversational counterpart yeah but um but this is something uh, everybody can do yeah for them if it's not so much maybe in your in your personality maybe it's a little bit harder and and you're not you need to get a little bit out of your comfort zone so it's it's doesn't come maybe as natural as for others yeah, but uh, that's that's how it is. Yeah. So, what well, one important part of of the sale is learning how to close. Can you explain what is closing, or what makes a good closer? Yeah. So, um, I think the uh, the different parts. If you think about a sale, yeah, the different stages. Yeah. Uh, first, you have to somehow generate interest and uh, make your counterpart listen to you. Yeah, so make him uh, open up so uh, he's you're having a true conversation and not just 
small talk. <laughs> so a true conversation where the your counterpart once is interested in, in what you are telling him. And this is like a first step you need to you need to take. Yeah. And um and then uh that's like then you try sell try to match his problems to your offering to, to your solution and say uh, improve how you demonstrate demonstrate how you can um how you bring, can bring value to the company yeah so and then there's kind of hey it's it's it sounds it sounds cool yeah hey let's this is really of value i really understand what you're doing but it's not not closed yet the deal yeah it's like the hey you got a yes and they see your champion maybe yeah it depends also to the person you're talking to to the organization um somebody really sees it uh, how how you can impact uh, his life positively yeah and uh but it's not closed yeah and then uh, some like methodological methodological work starts yeah how to get from this enthusiasm to getting a signature uh, on a contract yeah and it really now depends uh, who you're selling to if you're selling to larger organizations yeah and um, there are a couple of people you need to convince yeah and you need to uh, so you need to understand what like technically the thing is like a buying center kind of thing so there are many people with different different views on you <laughs> Yeah, then then the one maybe you have convinced. Yeah? So you need to convince them as well, understand them as well. So that gets more complex in a in a multi-person uh, um, uh, environment. But also keep you need to stay on top of the list, stay top priority. We we say in sales, hey, the, like creating urgency. Yeah, with innovative pro, uh, projects, nobody has waited. Or, uh, like sometimes you have a pull market where you have legislation, so you just need something to happen. But most of us have the problem we need, hey, it's innovative. So it wasn't before uh, there, so they don't need to buy. Yeah, they can just go on as they did. And there are so many things on the market. So it's really hard to create urgency, urgency to stay top of top of mind, top uh, and, and keep up the momentum to get in the end, the signature, the close the close signature uh, on the contract. Another thing which is associated with selling is that you have to face a lot of rejection and a lot of no, so as to get a few yes. So um, what does this mean for uh, for our founders? What does this mean from a psychological, but from a personal psychological standpoint? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it also, again, depends on... uh, on the stage you're in. I mean, if you have found it and you're doing, it starts like with founder sales. Yeah, that's how we how we say it. And um, yeah, you you need to keep on keep on hustling. Yeah, and uh, just 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 go and go and 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 convince the world with your energy. Yeah, with your uh, with the with your craziness, hey, you did that uh, that nobody else has done before, yeah. And and play this card, yeah. And you don't need to be a perfect salesman. Nobody expects this. Nobody wants this at this point, yeah. To have like the most professional sales process there, yeah. Convinced with your personality and 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 also be natural. Um, be aware that it's of. of how you do your sales, but convince with as a person, as a founder, and you, this is story in itself. Yeah. So yeah. 
That, that, that's the positive side, Patrick. But what happens if you are a founder and you get nine no's? How can you find the, do you know, how the good founders, people which have the energy to be able to yeah. withstand the shock of having nine people saying no so that they find the tenth one which says yes? Yes. I mean, this is what it's about, right? So, <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, then go for the tenth. And it's, and it keeps on again depends a little bit on the space let's i mean we're doing software as a service b2b so um in a large market yeah it always is a kind of a numbers game yeah so uh and sales is always uh a, a, a lot about frustration yeah you don't get a lot rewards because when you you have, you have the close but we, we talk like we talk of a sales funnel, yeah? It's a sales funnel where you have a lot of discussions at top and it gets, and then you, it over the different stages, which basically are conversations you have, you, uh, many dropping out. <laughs> and for one close, I mean, uh, maybe it's, um, maybe you had to contact later if you have a stable sales process, maybe it was were like a hundred people you needed, needed to contact. And getting like we, if you do like really pure sales later in a, in a standardized process to get like hundred people on the phone, for example, at, at, in a first connect, you needed to call maybe a thousand times yeah, because you, you, you got, uh, you, you didn't get through, you didn't get the right person you wanted to talk to. And so it's a, it's kind of a num it stays a numbers game and uh, it is in the first place. Yeah. In, but in a small, with a smaller of course, with a smaller sample in different, uh, different, um, different setting. I think, I mean, uh, you should really, as a as a as a founder, especially as a technical founder, go out, build connections, build networks, leverage networks, find people who can help you, um, who are really supportive. There are so many people who want you to uh, to succeed. Yeah, to, to like you, Antoine. Yeah, people like you, and there are many who just really see the merits of entrepreneurship, the the boldness of the founders. That this is what our society needs, and they help by heart. Yeah. So, um, are there special ways by which founders can do their first sales, which probably is the most important one? And I'm mentioning first sales because we recently had on the podcast um, one of the partner of HTGF who say that for them, one of the criteria to invest is that product market, market fit has been demonstrated. And that if you do one good sale with one good customer who really is someone that is going to be comfortable, happy, and you have this one person as the proof point of product market fit, if this is a good sale, then they are happy that there is product market fit and they, this is a good criteria for them to invest. Are there ways that you can recommend for the founders to do this first closing, this first sale? Yeah, I, I think um, it's all about the personality of the founder and going out and talking to people yeah, and getting supporters and uh, getting networking, build up networks if you don't have the networks, as many maybe if you start out of a university, that's why you have such great programs that the one you are heading, yeah, because help people building up this net, these networks uh, because they didn't have a chance to build build up networks like 
in the career yeah yet so uh go find supporters door openers uh, who introduce you somewhere and then um run through the doors that have been opened yeah and really do it, it it's it's a it's it's pers personal interaction yeah um this would be i think this would be my recommendation for this first uh magical uh so yeah let me end by asking the usual questions where what is the advice you would have for our listeners yeah i would um my advice especially i think the theme of our podcast technical um technical founders who are maybe a little bit uh scared by the sales uh, um sales side of their job yeah <laughs> it's as a founder uh hey kind of em embrace it embrace it and uh and uh, don't 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 let it lie around somewhere and I need to cope with that also at some point embrace it as part of your of of your key role yeah and uh and uh and 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 be aware it's about it's not a it's not a function it's humans it's about yeah talking to humans and be be aware that you have a great story to tell Yeah, there's nothing you have to hide. You don't need to be this perfect salesman. Just be aware that sales is is uh, is not easy, and and is not. Uh, but uh, but you don't need to be born like it. But you can you can do it. But embrace it as as key of your of your role being a founder. And I believe this is why you have found it because you want to. This is what you want. You want to bring it out. Yeah. So embrace it. Patrick, thank you very much. Entrepreneur Reality is available on major podcast platform where you can find other inspiring presentations. Do subscribe if you like this podcast and want to hear more. Do give us a rating, let your friends know about it, and we look forward to having you for more Entrepreneur Realities. <laughs>